0: This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by SeedsHereNow.com. With Crypto Wednesdays, James Bean's vault, and easy peasy credit card checkout, you cannot go wrong with SeedsHereNow.com. If you have ever gotten spider mites by trusting a clone from a friend, now's the time to subscribe to the show. All right, here we go. Welcome to the show, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 745 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to answer an email from a friend before I get to that part of the show. Let's do a few shout-outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout-out to my friend, Rock. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you shout-out to my buddy, Raymond. Let's send a thank you shout out to Effa Plant Count. Let's send a big high five and a thank you shout out to Roll Me One Kenobi. I want to send a thank you shout out to Shoe Trader 101 and Know Me By My Guacamole. Let's send a big fist bump to James Brown. I want to send a big thank you to Crafted Flower. Let's send a high five and a fist bump to G7. Let's roll a fat join up and pass that over to my buddy Kess Burton. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to my friend Choke Norris. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And you know, I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends to support The show. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking about the outdoor season approaching. It has been getting very nice here. Uh, Then in Colorado, we did get a random uh, snowstorm here. So I do uh, feel bad for everybody that put their plants out too early i was uh, i had the foresight the forethought the uh, the awareness to wait an extra week before i put my plants out but i am excited to say that today i was able to put plants in a greenhouse i do have a greenhouse breeding project happening this year i am very excited very uh, eager to tell you about that I don't want to leak too many details right here on this episode. There will be an episode with very many details coming up, but stay tuned because I am super excited. I've got some plants in a greenhouse this year. That's as close to outdoor as I get. I don't do a lot of outdoor, but the greenhouse is ideal. Uh, It's in a great location. Nobody knows where it is. That is perfect for me. Uh, Nobody even knows that there's a greenhouse there. It is beautiful. So I've got a greenhouse set up with. Uh, some beautiful plants in there. They're not very big now, but by the end of the season, they will be monstrous and they will be filled with a lot of magnificent seeds. So here's a big tease. Stay tuned for future episodes. I will talk a lot about the greenhouse and the progress. Over time, I will reveal the plant's that are in there. Maybe in the very near future, I will tell you what mail plant I have put in there because that will make a big difference. It's not a mail plant that you're used to me using often. Um, so I've already said too much. Let's jump into this email. I did say I was going to answer an email from a friend. I'm not playing with my phone here. This message is on my phone screen. Let me find it. I did have it right here. But then, of course, you know, the iPhone does that thing. It goes a lot like this it says, I've got a question. It says, What's up, Rasta Jeff? at what point would you recommend someone throw in the towel on growing? It sounds like our friend is having a frustrating time in the grow room, but it goes on. It says, I've been growing for half of my life, and honestly, I'm unable to produce anything that makes me proud. I'm embarrassed, if anything. Uh, That's got to be a frustrating position to be in, and I'm sure that together, uh, with a little bit of patience, a little bit of work, we can definitely uh, improve your garden. And we'll take patience and time and some effort, but I've got some ideas, some steps, some plans, uh, a solution to help you improve the grow It says, the next grow, uh, I've been saying for 18 years that the next grow is going to be the one. At what point is it insane to keep repeating the same failure again and again to produce mids every time Then they give their name and they say, uh, sincerely, thank you, bro. Thank you for the great message. I don't know if this was meant to be for the show, but you've sent me a lot of great content this was my first favorite message that I wanted to use on the show. Keep sending me the great content. You do have a lot of great ideas. This one is going to go straight to the show. The part that got my attention here was at what point is it insane to keep repeating the same failure again and again? Uh, Repeating the same failure again and again is insane once or twice. I'll give you, like, I got to try it again. Maybe it was a fluke. Try it again. You notice some shit's wrong. If you do it a third time, that's when I'm going to start saying that you got some issues. What we need to do is not keep doing the same thing over and over. It sounds like you've been doing the same thing for 18 years and it's not working. Now is the time to assess the situation, see what is working, see what is not working. I do have a list of stuff here on my computer screen that I'm going to get to. Um, I think it is time to find the weakness. Where is your weak point? What are you not doing? What are you not really good at? Where is it going wrong? At what point in the grow are you noticing that things are not up to your expectations? If you're looking Maybe it's not really good to compare your grow to other grows on social media, your friends grows on the discord server. But at the same time, a lot of people are watching their friends grow, uh, their grow grow on social media. They're saying I'm at week four of veg and my plants look like this. If yours are much smaller, much more spindly, less healthy. Maybe there's something you're lacking and that other person is doing. Then when we get into flower, if we're comparing our plants and we see that this guy's way further along and has bigger, juicier buds and we're just getting bud set, maybe we can see that we're not up to the standard. Maybe we could be, but don't make it a, too much of a habit to compare yourself to others for your success. It is a good guideline to kind of see what others are doing and you can see if you're keeping up, but don't make it the template. Don't make it the expectation, but it's a good way to see where do you fall off do your plants look like your friends, your partners? Uh, the communities grow at week two of veg, week three, week four, week five. How about week six? Do they look the same? Then, when you go into flower, when do they stop looking good to you? When do you see the problem happening? So, let's find the weakness that we are lacking. You might already know where you're lacking. You may already be able to identify the problem, the time frame. About this time frame, things start going wrong, and I'm not as happy as I could be. Maybe you already know that, but let's pay attention let's do another cycle and take a lot of notes. Let's build a standard operating procedure. Let's build a process. Let's develop a streamlined flow. Let's have a reason and a purpose for everything that we are doing in that grow. And while we are doing it, let's document it. Let's take notes. Let's make documentation so that we know what we are doing. So if we have a great outcome, we've got an SOP. We've got a standard operating procedure of what to repeat If we get a terrible outcome, we've got an SOP of what not to do. And we can look at that and say, well, this shit didn't work. And you've got some sort of a map, some sort of data. I don't know if you're doing that right now, but that would be one of the things I really recommend is start taking a lot of notes. So find the weakness in your grow. Is it a process? Is it a system that you are doing? Or is it simply a product or a piece of equipment? Without really good lighting, your plants are never going to be the top quality plants that they could be. You've got to get either uh, there's so many options available for lighting. I'm not even going to talk about it. Get the best light that your money can afford for your situation. There are a lot of options when it comes to lighting. If you've got a high ceiling, get a more powerful light. If you've got a low ceiling, get more low power lights and spread them out a little bit. You have a lot of options. Get the best light you can afford. Then air, how is the airflow in your grow? Are you exchanging air? Are you getting fresh air in there? Is there air movement? How's the temperature? How's the humidity? Are, is the air dialed in? So we got the lights. We got the air. How's the water? Is, are you giving them good water, which includes nutrients? What are you feeding these plants? Are you buying the bottom of the barrel cheapest shit you can get and feeding it very little so you can get by? Or are you buying the best shit that money can buy and maximizing it and pushing those plants to their full potential? That's up to you. So we got lights. Get the best lights. Get the air fixed. Uh, get airflow, get the temperature, get the humidity, get some wind, don't have any microclimates, get all that stuff dialed in, your water. Uh, do you have the right nutrients, the right amount of nutrients at the right time? Is your pH correct? Uh, lights, air, water. How about your soil? What are you growing in? Are you using cocoa? Are you using soil, soilless mix? Are you growing in straight clay pebbles? Are you going in rock wool cubes? What are you doing there? Is that dialed in? Are you overwatering? Are you underwatering? Is your pH right? Uh, is your soil drying up too much? Is your soil staying too wet? Are your rockwool cubes getting moldy? There are so many things to think about there. So let's get the basics dialed in. The lights, the air, the water, the soil. The next thing I'm going to talk about, of course, as a seed breeder is genetics. Have you been growing a genetic that does not have a quality potential? Some plants will only get so good. Other plants will get so good. It's all about the genetics. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a seed breeder. I'm not the only breeder out there making amazing genetics. There are a lot of great genetics. Maybe it's time to spend a few bucks and get some better genetics. Maybe you need a better light. Maybe you need better airflow. Maybe you need a better air setup. Maybe you need better water. Maybe you need a better medium. Maybe you need better genetics then if all of that stuff is dialed in, that's when we start talking about the actual process of the grow. Even if you've got the best race car on the planet, you can't win the race if you don't know how to grow. If you don't even know how to turn on the engine and shift that bitch into gear, you're not getting off the starting line. So let's start with the best equipment we can get. Then let's get a very good grow procedure down. By this time you've been growing for 18 years, you should have a decent understanding of this plant. You understand Uh, how to cut clones, the veg cycle, the flowering cycle. You should have a good understanding of the basics. I would almost run a crop the way that you do it and take a lot of notes. Then look at it and see where did it go wrong? Where do you notice the plants aren't performing up to your expectation? Then just like anything in life, identify the problem and then think of a solution. How can we improve and correct this problem? How can we solve this? What is the solution? How do we move forward? So identify the weakness, identify the problem, then let's find a way to improve upon that. Are you, so I'm going to ramble. I've got a couple of different thought uh, processes and patterns I want to go down here. First off, are, are your mother plants healthy? Are you starting off with healthy mother stock? then do you know how to take healthy clones? Those are two thought processes. Are the plants healthy that you're beginning with? Then do you know how to create healthy clones? Do you know how to create healthy veg plants? Do you know how to transition those healthy veg plants into flower? Do you know how to keep pests and pathogens away? Do you know how to uh, optimize the room? Do you know how to dial in the space? Learn how to treat that plant exactly how it needs to be treated. Maybe learn a little bit more about identifying deficiencies and overfeeding and underwatering and temperature issues. Start identifying what the plant is telling you. We rely a lot on equipment. A lot of times, the plant will be sitting right over there in the grow room and we will be staring at the computer, going, Well, the VPD looks good. The pH of the water looks good. This fan is working. Everything is good in the computer. But the plants are over there telling you something's wrong. We forget to look at the plants. So learn to look at the plants and read those plants. See what the plants are telling you. The plants have all of the answers. We rely so much on meters and computers and toys and gadgets. I didn't have all that stuff when we started. It sounds like I'm a dinosaur, but I haven't been growing for that long. The evolution of growing technology with legalization has made it super easy. All the tools, all the toys, all the tips and tricks are already available. When I started, I couldn't just get on the internet and I couldn't just call somebody because it was kind of secretive. We would have gone to jail if I told too many damn people about the grow. I had to watch the plants and figure out what they were telling me. So learn to watch those plants. Develop, one thing we're forgetting about also is the relationship with the plants. The computers, the toys, the gadgets, the devices, they've kind of removed us from the plant. We're looking into the screen. uh, There's a lot of cool shit there, but everything we need to know is over there on the plant. Go sit by the plant, go touch the plant. Go smell it, go observe it. You're gonna notice more looking at the plants than you ever will the screen. If you can't figure it out by looking at the plant, look at the screen, then put the math together. It'll give you a hint, but definitely focus more on the plants. A lot of people say, hey, my runoff numbers are looking good, or this number doesn't look good on the meter. What can I do? And my response is, how do the plants look, dude? Are the plants okay? And they go, yeah, the plants look great, but my numbers are bad. And I say, I don't care. The meters don't matter. I am not growing pH meters and EC meters, and that doesn't matter. I want to know what the plants look like. I'm growing plants. That's what really matters. So I got off on a ramble there, but learn the plants. Learn to identify deficiencies, overfeeding, underfeeding, overwatering, underwatering, heat stress, cold stress. Um, Have you ever thought that you can just reach over and touch a plant? just like mom used to do when you were little or your dad used to do. Like, you need a jacket. You're like, no, I'm fine. And they just reach out and touch you. Like, no, you're cold. You need a jacket. They'd give you a jacket. You can reach out and touch your plants. They are yours. Touch them. Feel them. Are they cold? Do they feel slimy? Because they're so humid. How do they feel? Touch them. Learn them. So I would run a full cycle and I would take a lot of notes and pay a lot of attention. Start from the very beginning and build a process. Take notes and observe. Then here's what I want you to think about why are you doing everything you're doing? What is the purpose for everything you were doing? There's got to be a rhyme or a reason for what you were doing to those plants. Then also think about what are you not doing? Are you popping and twisting? Are you lollipopping? Are you defoliating? Are you... Uh, Perfecting the pH? Are you dialing in the EC? Are you making sure that the VPD in the room is correct? What are you not doing that you should be doing? So think about what you are doing and make sure that every move, everything you do has a purpose. Why? Is it something that you learned from some random dude 20 years ago that is, you don't even need to be doing that anymore? Stop doing that. That's wasting your time or messing up the crop. Why are you doing everything you were doing? And then why are you not doing a lot of the things you know you should be doing? There are things you skip, and I know that we all do that sort of stuff. So when are, now while you're doing all these things, notice also when your plants stop living up to your expectations and take notes. It probably happened seven, 10, maybe 14 days from when you see the turn. That's probably where you fucked up. So if you're taking a lot of notes, we can go back in all those notes, Write down, when you go into the grow, you should start taking documents from like 901 AM, opened the door, 905, fed the plants this, and write down exactly what you fed. Write down the pH and the EC and the PPMs of what you fed. Then uh, collect some of the runoff and write down what the runoff was. And I just said that those numbers don't matter, but they will help us diagnose a problem because you're trying to improve. So feed the plants, write down what time you fed them, how much, EC, pH, PPM, get all the data you can of the solution going in and coming out of those plants. If you do any defoliation, if you do any popping, twisting, lollipopping, write it down. If you don't do anything, write it down. If you notice some weird shit, write it down. If any of your equipment does anything weird, write it down. That way we've got a record. We've got some sort of a record. That was some data. That way we can look back and see what the hell is going on in your grow and we can see where to improve. I said improve kind of weirdly there, but let's make a record. Let's make an SOP. Let's make a standard operating procedure. Let's make a flow. Let's use quality products. Let's use quality genetics. Then have a goal. When you start noticing your plants aren't reaching the expectations, then we can look at the plants, how they are. And we can look back a couple of weeks ago and say, well, we should have done this. We didn't do this, or we should not have done this. If you're spraying anything, definitely write that down. A lot of sprays could have adverse reactions to your garden. Maybe it's a nutrient thing. Maybe it's something you're doing, but take good notes. And when you get to the point when you notice it's not where you want it to be, send me some pictures and we can talk about it together and I'll help you get it dialed in. So think about really intently, why are you doing what you're doing in the grow? Is everything you're doing purpose or is it ritual? And if it's purposeful, where did you learn it? Is it something that has been tried and true? Has it been proven? Or is it just a move that actually could be diminishing your results? Could it be messing up the outcome? Could it be a complete waste of time and money? Or could it be greatly improving your product? Think about that every time you make a move in the grow. If it's just ritual, let's get rid of it. Sometimes people have to do weird ritual shit. If it's a waste of time, stop doing it. If it's something that keeps your OCD under control, I get it, but let's minimize the weird shit we do in the grow just because. Our uncle taught us to do that seven years ago, and we've been doing it ever since. You've been doing it wrong maybe for seven years, bro. When it comes to growing, there are a lot of things to dial in. We've got a lot of equipment to think about. We've got a lot of feeding to think about. There's a lot of technique to think about. Of course, genetics make a big role, uh, make a big part in this whole uh, whole chessboard here is what I like to call it. There are a lot of things to dial in, Don't focus on dialing in everything all at one time. Let's go baby steps. Let's identify a couple of small problems, make a few small changes. Because if you make a bunch of big changes, how do you know what worked, what didn't work? Let's make one or two changes at a time. You've been growing for 18 years and you're frustrated. If we get you a little bit better over the next couple of years, we will see improvement. You'll see progress. Hopefully, you feel encouragement. You've already got all the stuff, you've been at it. Let's get you improved, let's get you going. Your question was, how long do I go until I throw in the towel? The main thing is that we identify the issue and make some corrections and make some changes. I don't know that you had the right guidance and the right idea to make those corrections and changes, so hopefully I can help you out. Um, There are a lot of things to think about and dial in. So make small changes one step at a time. Don't change too many things and do everything. I keep saying this do and this goes to everybody growing out there. Do everything in your garden with intent and purpose. Why are you doing that? If I go, why did you do that? You should have a good reason. It shouldn't just be, oh, I don't know, or just because. It should be, I did that because of this, and there should be a solid answer and a reason. Think about that while you're in the grow. Think about that while you're mixing nutrients, cutting clones, defoliating, lollipopping, topping, popping, twisting, putting up the trellis. Think about why am I doing this the way that I am doing it? What would Rasta Jeff do in this situation? Maybe you're doing some silly shit that is wasting time, causing problems, and minimizing your potential for success. I don't want anybody to quit growing out there. So if you're planning on quitting, if you're getting frustrated, please send me a message. Let me know what's frustrating you. Let me know where you're stuck, and I will do my best to get your message here on the show. We will get your grow up to speed. We will get you over the hump. We will get you up in the winning team. My goal is is to have everybody out there growing the best cannabis that they can grow. I want everybody out there to feel like they've got cup-winning cannabis, and I want all your friends to think that you've got better cannabis than them. It's the best feeling when you're like, bro, I grew some good weed, but that weed that you grew is a little bit better than mine, and I want to get that good at it. I want everybody to be striving to be the best and reaching that goal of having quality cannabis everywhere we go that way every concert I go to every comedy show I go to every gathering i go to somebody pulls out weed and I can go that's going to be good weed because we've been spreading the word teaching the gospel all over the place so I want you guys to all be as good of a grower as i am if not a better grower than me that's that's how you see true progress when the uh when the next generation does better than the previous that's my goal here teach you guys to be and gals and everything in between and both to be the best growers that you possibly can can be. All right, my dude, I don't need to say your name on the air because I just read that you're thinking about giving up. I don't want to embarrass you. I'm only here to encourage you. Please feel supported and encouraged. I want you to keep growing. If you feel that you are limited by genetics, I know who you are. You've sent me um, a lot of emails, which is cool, bro, but Uh, Keep them coming, but bro, settle down, but also keep them coming because I like them. But holy shit, dude, you send me a lot of emails. If you need a pack of seeds because you don't feel like your genetics are reaching your potential, let me know. I'd be happy to give you some fresh, high-quality beans, get you going. You can do a hunt, find the phenotype that works best for you, then grow that one to perfection, build a relationship, build a system with that plant. Maybe, possibly, the genetics are your limiting factor. Everybody else out there, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, new growers, pro growers, uh, frustrated growers and cup winners. I want to thank all of you for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know that I would love to hear from you. The email address is, of course, at Hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me your feedback. Let me know what you think of the show. Also, don't forget to check out the Patreon campaign at patreon.com forward slash growfromyourheart. Everything else you need is on the website at irigenetics.com. Check out the website. There's a link of vendors or a link to the vendors. Uh, There's a link to the web store. There's a link to the discord. All the links you need are on the website. Once again, that is iuregenetics.com. I think that's all I've got for you for this episode. You know, I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout out to my friend Girls Grow Too. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.